Hey, I'm Mac, and I'm a three on the monster fucker scale. Hi, I'm Tyler, and I'm a one? I honestly do not yeah. remember. I think it's one. Yeah, it's one. Yes. I'm a one. On the mon- <laughs> And this is Date My Monster. <laughs> Great. I love when we both struggled through that intro. That was, I mean, we will get it one of these days. This is only episode three. I am sure by episode four we'll get it down. Oh no, I'll never get it down. I'm sure it'll be different each time. I refuse to practice. I will not practice this intro. Oh no, it's one take each time, baby. Oh yeah, we don't re-record stuff. We this is fucking raw. This is yeah. This is That's true. That's why it's so shit. Yeah, that <laughs> that you know, if you were wondering why this podcast was so bad, it's because we do not practice anything. We did not take any classes in podcasting. <laughs> no. We just bought. I took one. Com- Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I took one, like, community, it was, like, uh, just, like, community service class you could take on podcasting. I think it was, like, two lessons, and they just went into, like, how to record and what programs to use, and that was it. Oh, well, great. Perfect. So, that's why you're the one that edits it, because you have more <laughs> experience with Because I know how to uh, navigate the um, Audacity Wikipedia. Exactly. <laughs> It's too foreign for me. I could not. Or it, it's like it's in a foreign language. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will say, even though I, I texted you earlier saying I couldn't find a, like, monster cocktail for this week, uh-huh. that did not mean I did not make myself my own cocktail for today. <laughs> oh, good, good. What did you make? I just made a, a simple, it's like cranberry juice, orange juice, and Malibu. Oh, so like a, a drink. I can't. I was trying to think a daiquiri, (laughs) kind (laughs) of. A drink. A drink. Listen, I'm just fucking dumb. (laughs) The the drink you made was a drink. Wow. I didn't know if you knew that, if you knew that you'd made a drink, but there you go. You're welcome. Thanks for for helping me out there. I got you. I got you. I am drinking nothing. I don't have anything. I should. I went to the store earlier to get stuff for dinner, and I thought about getting like wine or something. Oh yeah. Or like just a what? Go ahead. No, wine sounds so like. I don't know if it's too fancy or just good enough. I mean, it kind of depends on the wine that you get. I think I definitely have never felt fancy drinking wine. Um. What kind of wine do you like? I don't... I'm, I will be honest. I don't like wine that much. I do like white <laughs> wine and rosé, but uh-huh. I I usually get, like, the $5 bottles they sell at Target or, like, gas station wine. Uh-huh. So, like, I... You can see why I've never felt fancy. The only reason why I drink it is just to get... Just to get drunk, and it's also cheap, so... Oh, yeah. yeah. I think my... F- ex-roommates really like this brand i can't remember it but it was essentially like it wasn't just rosé it was just sparkling wine and each one they did was like a sparkling wine but they fucking loved it but yeah i will only drink dessert wines and at that point it's just drinking honey it's (laughs) real difficult (laughs) i've never had a dessert wine i there's this one wine at trader joe's i don't know if this is what your ex-roommates would drink um but it's like this sparkling wine that's in different like fruity flavors like there's a grapefruit a peach um just like different flavors and it's super good we i one time me and my friend ashley 
I think we we were the only ones that were 21, so we bought like five bottles, <laughs> and we just not just but for the two of us, but like for the group of friends, and we mm-hmm. we watched Bird Box and got drunk. <laughs> you need to watch that movie drunk because it fucking sucks. It's what is no what's Bird Box? It's, is that the one where she has to be blindfolded? Yeah, that's the that's okay. the one with Sandra Bullock. Have you seen it? No, because I hate any kind of suspenseful movie. <laughs> well, I will tell you now, it is not very suspenseful, and it also sucks. Okay. I am ready. What what monster have you prepared for me today? I have prepared... Um, so, I don't want to just do cryptozoology on the show, because it is Date oh. by Monster. So, we're going oh. more into, like, kind of, like, folklore and stuff with right. um, the, wind- the Wendigo. The Wendigo? Fuck Yeah! Hell yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. Because we, we've all played Until Dawn, right? Uh, I have extensively watched Let's Plays on YouTube, so I think I'm something of an expert. On Wendigos? Okay, on what Wendigos. do you think Wendigos are, then? Oh, is it not? Oh, well, I mean, just going off based, of, based off what I remember from Until Dawn, it's like, if someone, like, eats a dead body, they turn into a Wendigo? Is that correct? So... It's part of it, but it, like, it goes into, like, a lot deeper than just, oh, you're a cannibal, now you're a Wendigo. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'm ready, then. Okay, so, a Wendigo. This time I did make sure to get the pronunciations, because they're all, like, First Nations or, like, Indigenous tribes, and I was like, I'm not fucking up these pronunciations. (laughs) Oh, good, good, I'm glad. Okay, so the Wendigo is a mythological creature or evil spirit from the folklore of the First Nations Alleguinica tribes. Okay. I'm pretty sure I said that right. Uh, Based in the northern forest of Nova Scotia, the east coast of Canada, and the Great Lakes regions of Canada and the U.S. All right. Okay, so the Wendigo is described as a monster with some characteristics of a human or as a spirit who has possessed a human being and made them become monstrous. Um, The Wendigo is seen as the embodiment of gluttony, greed, and excess. Never satisfied after killing and consuming one person, they are constantly searching for new victims. Its influence is said to invoke acts of murder, insatiable greed, cannibalism, and other cultural taboos against such behaviors. The creature is said to have a number of skills and powers, including stealth, is a near-perfect hunter, knows and uses every inch of its territory, and can control the weather through the use of dark magic. Oh! They're also portrayed as simultaneously gluttonous and emaciated from starvation. Wendigos are said to be cursed to wander the land, eternally seeking to fulfill their voracious appetite for human flesh, and if there's nothing left to eat, it starves to death. Okay, so, uh, wow. I love the part about mm-hmm. it controls the weather with black magic or dark magic or whatever that came uh-huh. out of nowhere. Um, but that, I mean, I was going to say, like, I mean, you mentioned it, like, they're gluttonous, but also, like, emaciated. So, like, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, like, the the pictures I found online are way cooler than what is portrayed until, until dawn. Like, there's one where it's, like, this dude, um, I'm trying to look it up now. Oh, Wendigo, Idaho. That's interesting. But yeah, there's like the first one is like a dude with like a deer's head, but it's like oh. you can see into his flesh. Like, I don't know. That seems way more cool to me than just some like skinny dude. Yeah, definitely. 
like some twink that's killing yeah. people. <laughs> um, yeah, no that that's definitely that's definitely pretty cool. It kind of reminds me. I don't know if you've seen the movie. Oh, fuck, I forgot what it's called. I'll let me look it up. Okay. I know it has Rafe Spall in it. I have no idea who that played. He's an he's an actor. The Ritual. Have you seen that movie? It's a Netflix movie, The Ritual. It sounds familiar. It's pretty. What happens? Um, it's basically this movie about these four friends that like go off into this trek through the mountains. Um, but like one of the like it used to be a group of five, and then one of them got killed in like a robbery and. The main character kind of, like, let it happen, like, didn't, like, try and save him. So, like, he's haunted by the guilt of that. And so they go on, like, this backpacking trip through a forest. And, like, one by one they're killed while, like, living through, like, traumatic memories and stuff like that. And the the beast from that movie looks like the Wendigo. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it and I fucking hate it. <laughs> oh, no, it's horrible. It's horrible. Are you looking? Wait, are you looking at the Wendigo or the beast from the ritual? The Beast from the Ritual. Yeah. Honestly, though, prefer it more to Sea Monsters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. Don't fuck with Sea Monsters. Absolutely not. Ugh. Even the Lake Monster was a little bit too much for me last week. <laughs> yeah. Not just... about it. Ugh. Yeah. The the monster from um, the Rituals is scary. Kind of looks like what this Art of the Wendigo is like. Anyways, uh, tell me more about this Wendigo thing. Okay. Although descriptions can vary somewhat, common to all the Allegheny... Queen. Uh, no, I've said this differently each time. Sorry. <laughs> Algonquin... 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 Okay. Fuck me. Algo... Could you spell it for Algonquian. me? Algonquin. Algonquin. Allegaquian tribes is the view that the Wendigo is a malevolent, cannibalistic, supernatural being. They were strongly associated with winter, the north, coldness, famine, and starvation. So it kind of seems like they're like a f- story or folk, 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 fuck me. Folklore? Folklore told like during harsh winters. Oh, okay. Like what happens during, like, the cold, harsh winters or what can happen to you if you succumb to, like, your dark desires? I don't know. I gotcha. Okay. I mean, that makes sense just from, like, a cultural standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, just thinking about, because they seem like all the, these um tribes, they're pretty north, northern. So, like, mm-hmm. I imagine they get pretty dark and harsh winters. I imagine you might start seeing stuff in the snow. Oh, yeah, definitely. Dark. I mean, the mind can can definitely play tri- tricks on, on you, especially in those cold winters. Yeah. yeah. So then in the Aljibiwi, I'm pretty sure I said that right, Eastern Cree, Western Swampy Cree, Naspikai, in the Inu lore, Wendigos are often described as giants that are many times larger than human beings, a characteristic absent from the myth in other Algonquin cultures. Whenever the Wendigo ate another person, it would grow in proportion to the meal it had just eaten so it could never be full. Therefore, Wendigos are, are portrayed as simultaneously gluttonous and incredibly, inc- incredibly thin due to starvation. 
Okay, yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. So the more... But yeah, that... Yeah. It just sounds creepy to be like, I'm going to eat this person, but my body is going to grow to the size of a like what a person would fit inside me. So that way, this meal does not fill me. God, that sounds horrible. I mean, but it sounds like the Wendigo kind of deserves it. <laughs> what, what what is the Wendigo getting? Like just being incredibly hungry? Yeah, it's that's like what it deserves. That's what it deserves. I mean, that sounds like but hell it, to me. But I mean, like it's a lot of these um, lores that we've already described. Like the Wendigo doesn't sound necessarily human, so I don't understand why it would be punished for eating humans if it's not human itself. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yes. I forgot that it's, like, not necessarily a human... It wasn't necessarily a human that became a monster. I forgot that. No, it's just, like, its own monster, it seems like. My brain's still stuck on Until Dawn. <laughs> I know. I know, when I started doing this research, I'm like, well, it's not just cannibalism. Like, it's not even humans most of the time. I know. The... I'm I'm shook. Until Dawn lied to me. Are you telling me that video games lied have been lying to me? <laughs> but it is kind of interesting to see, like, within these cultures, and then if you think about, like, Christianity, like, lore, there is a creature that describes greed as, like, being a bad thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you imagine these cultures, obviously, like, didn't interact and didn't really, like obviously came up with all these stories and mythology on their own but it's interesting to see that there are like similar themes of like yeah greed and like gluttony is a bad thing so here's this monster granted in christianity it's like well the devil's just gonna kill you for it but in like native lore it's like oh there's just a monster and this is why you shouldn't do it right yeah i mean i feel like a lot of cultures definitely have that and that is really interesting like especially when like all like all these cultures developed independently before you know the whole imperialism thing happened um and so yeah no that is that is definitely interesting i think that is that's a good point i had never thought of that so while i did say that most of the time it's not human in some traditions humans are overpowered with greed and then could turn into wendigos the myth thus served as a method of encouraging cooperation and moderation other sources say that wendigos were created when a human resorted to cannibalism to survive humans could also turn into wendigos by being in contact with them for too long okay so it's not just eating eating other humans that turns you into a wendigo but also just like chilling with wendigos for too long yeah i imagine that's like the only situation i can think of that that would happen is like the wendigo finds a human for some reason decides to have the snack later and the human turns into a wendigo but considering (laughs) the fact they're constantly emaciated from hunger i don't know why he wouldn't just straight up eat them i know that is a good point maybe if like you know, I don't know. I can't think of a good reason why someone would be around Wendigos for that long without being eaten. It's Maybe a Wendigo just wanted a buddy. You know, that makes sense that, to me. That's the real greed, companionship. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> 
So then the legend lends its name to the disputed modern medical term Wendigo psychosis, which is considered by some psychiatrists to be a syndrome that creates an intense craving for human flesh and fear of becoming a cannibal. Okay. Yeah, so it's a, a, a mental, like, um, syndrome in which you crave human flesh, but you are also freaked out you're gonna become a cannibal. Interesting, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, ironically, the psychosis is said to occur within people living around the Great Lakes of Canada and the U.S. So where the, um, the Alaguinki, um, tribes, like, originate around... Like, that's where they say the psychosis is, like, common. Okay, that that is kind of interesting, actually. That is, that's really interesting, actually. Like, I have no idea what that means, like. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> but maybe. But interesting. That is interesting. Maybe the Wendigo was the mental illness we made along the way. <laughs> I think that makes sense <laughs> to me. Maybe the monster was the hallucination we had the entire time. Oh, exactly. I think that's better, yeah. <laughs> so, Wendigo psychosis usually develops in the winter in individuals who are isolated by heavy snow for long periods. The initial symptoms are poor appetite, nausea, and vomiting. Subsequently, the individual develops a delusion of being transformed into a Wendigo monster. People who have Wendigo psychosis increasingly see others around them as being edible. At the same time, they have an exaggerated fear of becoming a can- becoming cannibals. In some indigenous communities, environmental discrep- destruction and insatiable greed are also seen as a manifestation of Wendigo psychosis. Alright. Interesting. Okay. So... So this is so it's like a real thing, like the Wendigo psychosis. It's like, well, I mean, like obviously not like that's what they call it, but like mm-hmm. this is like a real mental disorder. Yeah, I don't. I forget why it's like um, disputed. I don't know if it's because like it's kind of bashing at like folklore, or if people just don't think it's like a real thing. I mean, it could also kind of be a combination of both. Oh, I just saw a spider out my window. Did you go kill it? No, it's like I'm on the second floor and it's like in a tree, but it's also like building a web between the window and the tree, so I'm afraid. Oh. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It looks like a small spider and it's outside for now. For now. Second it comes inside, it's fucking fair game. I'm not afraid to fucking start swinging. Oh, so the reason it's disputed is because people think it's made up. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Which, I mean, I think the reason people think it's made up, because they're like, well, Wendigo is this, this, and that, so obviously human can't have Wendigo psychosis. Mm-hmm. But, like, also, like, there are stories of people, I'll tell you some of the stories, but, like, just the idea that, like, someone would go crazy and become a cannibal, I don't know why that couldn't be called wendigo psychosis like obviously that's not a normal thing for someone to just like in an intense situation like go to cannibalism right exactly and it's like i the only reason that i mean i'm of course not a psychiatrist but i feel like the only reason why it's called wendigo psychosis is because it parallels the folklore in the first place so it's like 
I don't know. Like, it seems like it, yeah. it could be a real thing. I, of course, don't know anyone that has Wendigo psychosis, and this is literally the first oh, yeah. time I've heard about it. But And I'm not, like, I don't want to, like, be rude to the indigenous folklore, but it could be a thing of, like, they saw people become Wendigos because of Wendigo psychosis. Thusly, they have the stories for it and the folklore for it because they saw people to succumb to the psychosis oh yeah i mean like i'm sure that's a basis for a lot of like folklores anyway it's like the the mind like if you don't have an explanation for it like the mind will twist it into like something supernatural and that i think everyone like literally everyone does that like (laughs) if you don't understand something yeah, your brain just fills in the blank for, like, a lot of things. Like, and they're even finding now, like, in case trials, like, you can't really, like, eyewitnesses actually aren't a good source of, like, evidence because your brain just, like, fills in the gaps if you don't know all the details. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's really good at convincing you that something is real when it's not. Yes. Yeah, the brain is a, is a scary thing. I mean, it's just guessing at what's going on in the world around us yeah it's just comparing it to everything that you've learned it's taking in everything and being like this is what we think is going on yes and sometimes your brain will be like oh my god i'm dying when anything happens that's my brain (laughs) (laughs) my brain if it if it's just quiet for a second death yes (laughs) mood so there are historical accounts of wendigo psychosis it has been reported that humans became possessed by the wendigo spirit after being in a situation of needing food and believing they had no other choice besides cannibalism one of the more famous cases of wendigo psychosis reported to involve a plains cree trapper from alberta named swift runner during the winter of 1878 swift runner and his family were starving and his eldest son died 25 miles away from emergency food supplies at the Hudson Bay Company Post, Swift Runner butchered and ate his wife and five remaining children. Given that he resorted to cannibalism so near food supplies and that he killed and consumed the remnants of all those presents, it it was revealed that Swift Runners was not a case of pure cannibalism as a last resort to avoid starvation, but rather a man with Wendigo psychosis. He eventually confessed and was executed by authorities at Fort... Saskatchewan. Fort Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? Saskatchewan, yes. Jesus. Well, I mean, that's a sad story. But yeah, so he was only like 25 miles away from food. He wasn't too far away. Right. Like. So he could have. Could have gone, gotten some emergency food. Yeah, and I don't know if like it says here if he ate. The son that already died before butchering his family or if he butchered his family first and then ate his son because like in that case if it was a case of like he killed everyone and then ate him instead of eating his son and then killed everyone i think that's a pretty good like hypothesis that he had some sort of mental thing and wasn't just like oh i'm hungry right you know yeah that's what i was going to say too it's like whether or not he ate the son first and then decided to butcher the family but but yeah that's still a pretty big choice to decide to oh um, yeah like either way (laughs) yeah 
But, I mean, like, I mean, you look at the Donner Party, like, they ate all the dead bodies, but they didn't kill people to get food. In this case, it seemed like he kind of killed people to get food instead of eating someone who was already dead, you know? Yes, yeah, no, that's very true. I mean, it could just be that it's like, when when you're hungry, it's like, you're not exactly you're in the right state of mind. You're not you when you're hungry? What was that? You're not you when you're hungry? You're not you when you're hungry, so have a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> that man just needed a Snickers and he would have been fine. It's The cure to Wendigo psychosis is actually just a Snickers bar, if you didn't know. So, do what you will with that information. <laughs> but it's kind of... It, it's curious... Because obviously we'll have no idea if there was a period where he was, like, freaking out about becoming a cannibal before he ate all of his family. Right. Or he, if there was just, like, or if he was just truly psychotic in general and just decided, well, this is the end of the line, I'm killing my family and eating them. But if he did have that, like, intense parallel of, like, well, I can feel myself craving flesh, but I'm very worried that I'm becoming a cannibalist. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's no way to know. When did this happen? Um, 1878. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely no way to know now. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure, like, um, once he confessed, there was no, like, hey, let's see what was up with his mental state. They were just like, okay. Yeah, they are just like, alright, let's, let's execute him. Yeah. Let's kill that guy. So, the Allegheny, um legend describes the creature as a giant with a heart of ice. Sometimes it is thought to be entirely made of ice. Its body is as skeletal and deformed with missing lips and toes. Okay. Yeah, so... I guess in the cold, though, like, you would lose those extra... Well, maybe, I don't know about the lips, but, like, your, your toes. Oh my god, you won! What? I didn't think of that. You totally would lose those extremities first. Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, I'm not sure about the lip things, but, like, your toes, definitely. No, because your lips are, like... Your lips get super chapped in the cold. I imagine, like, they're really soft tissue. That's true. That's true. I mean, I know when you, like, die in the cold, the animals eat your tongue and genitals first, but that's just because it's soft tissue. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. It's, like, I know that's, like, usually the lips, like, soft stuff is the first thing to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, if you hadn't experienced frostbite, you would probably be, like, and you're trying to come up with, like, a creature who lived in the, like, cold, you'd be like, well, my lips get really cold and, like, cut up. So mm-hmm. I imagine if I was out there all the time, like... My lips would fall off. And I imagine, yeah, toes, no matter what, like, if you're in a cold climate, there's probably a lot of people losing toes. Oh, yeah, definitely. And if we go off, like, what we were talking about earlier, where it's, like, maybe the, like, originator of this myth was, like, someone that was, like, suffering from frostbite. Or, Mm -hmm. like, just someone that they saw, but, like, had been, like, horribly frostbitten and, like, was dying from hypothermia. Probably, like, would not... I don't know if they would lose them, but, like, probably still don't have those toes or lips. Yeah, I I mean, I'm sure they'd be, like, black, yeah. I don't know about the lips, yeah. I've never, like, heard of, like, people dying from hypothermia. I guess you get blue lips, so maybe that's why they would say you lose your lips. Also, it just sounds creepier if you don't have lips. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's freaky. But if if its body is skeletal and deformed... 
It's like yeah, decomposing. You just wouldn't have lips anyway. Lips yeah. are skeletal. I mean, that's true. I mean, but, like, maybe skeletal in the way that's, like, not, like, a skeleton, but, like, the skin is, like, decaying and stretched thin. So, like, at that yeah, point, like, it, yeah. It'd be the emanci... Emanci... Not emancipated. Emanciated look? Emaciated? Emaciated. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. starts with an E, so my brain's like, give it an E sound. <laughs> well, I mean, you're, you're very close to what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, the OGB... Um... Ojibib, what the fuck? Ojibwe. So the Ojibwe, um, describe it. Um, it was a large creature as tall as a tree with a lipless mouth and jagged teeth. So again, no lips. Interesting. Um, or do do these tribes have a lot of con? I don't know if you would know that. Like if they have a lot of con uh, contact since they all speak the same language. I mean, but like. I don't think they sp- I don't know if they speak the same language, but they have oh. similar lore. Interesting. They're northern people of Canada and northern mi- Midwestern United States is the um Algi- Algibu- Algib- <laughs> that tribe. So it's in the same area. I just think it's more western than the um than the Algonquin tribes i gotcha okay that's interesting that they have the same description that's kind of freaky but they have more so its breath was a strange hiss its footprints full of blood and an ate any man woman or child who ventured into its territory and those Mm. were the lucky ones sometimes the wendigo choose to possess a person instead and then the luckiest luckless individual became a wendigo himself hunting down those he had once loved and feasting upon their flesh oh no That's sad. That's scary. But these definitely seem like descriptions of, like, people in a situation in which other people, like, got Wendigo psychosis and thus created the legend, you know? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree. I'm not trying to, like, offend any, like, native tribes by being like, this is what the stories mean. Like, and there might be some, like, actually more profound and deep meaning and more related to the tribes and their theology, but this is just what I'm gathering from going through all this research and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, I mean, like, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and so then there's this, um, guy. I pretty sure he's a white dude but let me check already a strike against him yeah i'm sorry okay (laughs) no wait i'm trying to see unseated first nation Uh, he was born in an indian reserve so i'm gonna assume that he is it says he was a Canadian, but it says he was born in an Indian reserve, so he might be a native bro. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, Basil H. Johnston, an OBG... Oh. oh Ojibwe. Uh, uh, yeah. Teacher and scholar from Ontario gives a description of a Wendigo. So, the Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emanciation. It's dissected? I Desiccated? Think that's what it says desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones with its bones pushing out against its skin its complexion 
the ash gray of death and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets. The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterated from the disinterated Spell from it. the grave. How do you disinterred? D- disinterred from the grave. Oh, I should wow. just send these to you to read since I apparently <laughs> can't read them. No, you What good. lips it What lips it had were tattered and bloody, unclean and suffering from serpuration of the flesh. The Wendigo gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. All right. I mean, that's consistent with everything that we've heard about Wendigos. Very consistent with the Until Dawn description. And this last one, which I hate because it just says Native American. It's like there's a lot of Native American tribes. Yes, yeah, there are a lot of Native American tribes. I So I don't know if they're pooling from a lot of different lore, but Native American versions of the creature spoke of a gigantic spirit over 15 feet tall that had once been human but had been transformed into a creature by the use of magic. Through all of the descriptions of the creature very slightly, the Wendigo is generally said to have glowing eyes, long yellow fangs, terrible claws, and overly long tongues. Um, sometimes they are described as having sallow yellowish skin and other times depicted to be covered with matted hair okay so this one i feel like they have a bit more color to them like all the other uh descriptions they're like very gray or white and this one's like well they're a little yellow they got some matted (laughs) hair i mean i like the flavor i do like the flavor with this description i gotta say yeah because this one they have overly long tongues I, well, I do actually hate that part very much. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Because it's like, I wonder if they're trying to describe like a panting dog, like that kind of thing. Maybe. Because I'm like, why would it have an overly long tongue? Why would you be able to see the tongue and see that it was overly long? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Maybe it was like, um, I mean, like you said that when Wendigos eat people, like they grow... So that they're never satisfied. So maybe, like, the tongue also grows. I don't know why it would, but maybe. To get in between all those juicy toes. Okay. So I'm gonna leave. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting. Disgusting? No. No? No. Absolutely not. (laughs) So that's all I have in terms of what a Wendigo is. Okay. Okay. So now we get to our ratings. Yes. Oh, I need to pull up the document. Oh, yes. I I have it in in front of me. So I also have the description. Okay. So. The overview page? Yes. So just to go over, just to remind our our lovely listeners of the four, um, the, I get, what do we call it? Like the four things that we rate these monsters on. Um, uh, t- traits? Traits, sure. Um, attraction, how drawn to them you are, not just physically, but as a person, to their character. How much do you respect and admire them? Do you feel that love? Or do you feel love or that you're headed in that direction? Um, the, other, the next one is compatibility. Do you have enough common interests, values, beliefs? Do your personalities and lifestyles sync up? Do you work well together when it comes to conflict, compromise, sacrifice, pressure? Um, the third one is confidence. This one requires an almost entirely intuitive response. How much do you hope, want, and believe their relationship can go the distance based on your feelings as well as your perception of their emotional investment? 
and the fourth one, the uh, the treat you right factor. <laughs> How well does this monster treat you? Will they take you out to a McDonald's and insist you order off the dollar menu? Or will they plan an elaborate scavenger hunt picnic to celebrate your one month? Hmm. All right. And then we also added the, what is it? Is it gay? Is it gay? Yeah. Is it gay? We, we'll get to that one. I'm already thinking yeah. about that. All right. Well, what do, you, what do you say for the first factor? For the attraction, how drawn to them are you? Well, personally, I want to say I don't want to be drawn to them because then I will turn into one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I'm afraid for this monster, but they're also something very attractive about someone who really, like, um, sways you against greed and <laughs> capitalism. Like, I don't know, there's something very sexy about that. I Somehow you've managed to find a positive quality in this monster. I think that's very <laughs> admirable. Um, Listen, I'm a three. I gotta find something good about him. I know, I, I was waiting. That's why I wanted you to go first. I'm like, well, what is she gonna find? Um, I will give that to you, that it is. it definitely does dissuade against the evils of capitalism. That said, everything else about it is so repulsive to me like so horrifying like ter- like it's just terrifying like i cannot get the image of the un- until dawn wendigo out of my head like when i say the word wendigo i mean i don't like that version i like the version that you really see on google with it with like antlers and stuff which i hate because none of these descriptions described it having antlers so it kind of pisses me off that all these images have antlers it's like yeah the- nowhere in the lore that is kind of interesting that that ha- like there's multiple portrayals of it with the with the antlers. There's like this entire page it has antlers. I'm wondering if there was like a really popular um form of um media with it having antlers. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. I looking in popular culture. There's a short story in 1910 called The Windigo. There's mainstream horror fiction such as August Dirthling's The Thing That Walked in the Wild, Ithaca. The Thing That Walked in, in the turn- Wind? Yeah, sorry. You're all good. And then, and I guess that inspired Stephen King's Pet Cemetery, but I do not think he had a Windigo in that. Uh. Yeah, I mean, it. There's. Uh, yeah, it's not saying it's anything a, about that. Either way. There's another short story. It was in some... There's a character inspired in Marvel Comics. Uh, it's an Incredible Hulk character. Interesting. It, was, it, it It's inspired by Wendigos, but it's not. Let's see. It is... what? Oh, it's just the... It was also like the Beast of Goudot. It was in Teen Wolf. Oh, good. Apparently, it was also in Supernatural. Yeah, and it says Ties, Charmed, Grim, and Hannibal. Alright, and DuckTales. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, the DuckTales Christmas special. What the fuck? Great. I'm now looking up the Wendigo episode in Supernatural to see if this is why. Like, I do not. It's a very early episode. Isn't it like season one episode? It's the second episode of the first season, no? Oh. Yeah, so we're never going to be able to see the monster because it's too fucking dark. Oh, yeah, definitely. I just just started rewatching Supernatural. 
It for sure looks like the Until Dawn Wendigo. Maybe that like had a, some influence. It just looks like a dude with long fingers. It honestly looks like someone made an orc and gave him long fingers and made him skinny instead of big, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That is what it looks like. Gross. Um, DuckTales Christmas special. For the first, for the first um, factor, for the first trait, I will have to give it a two. A two. I'm sorry. I'm still looking up it in teen culture. I'm really mad. In Teen Wolf, it's just a, it's just a beefy teen with sharp teeth. I imagine he becomes a cannibal, but I really wanted more from Teen Wolf than just a beefy teen with sharp teeth. I mean, isn't that just everyone in Teen Wolf? Uh, yeah. I truly don't uh, understand. Well, I don't even know what Teen Wolf is. I mean, I, I know watch, of it. I did watch the first two or three um, mm-hmm. seasons of Teen Wolf, and I didn't think it was that bad, but then one of the main... Spoilers for Teen Wolf V Care. Whatever season that Allison died, that's when I stopped because I thought they were done or I'd like caught up and I didn't want to have to deal with like waiting every week to watch a new episode. And then there were too many seasons and I was upset. (laughs) It looks like she died in season three. Spoiler. Um, Okay. It just ended in like 2017. The fuck? Oh my god. Oh, damn. Also, so the Wendigo and Grimm, again, just a dude who looks like a goblin or orc with long fingers. I am seeing a bunch of Ruby Grimm Wendigos, so I'm wondering if Ruby fucked this up. <laughs> you know, I don't, I will say I don't think Ruby had that much of a uh, an influence. <laughs> but no, I'm looking at the Grimm Wendigo. Like, for the show, and a bunch of stuff is showing up, like, the Grimm in um, Ruby. Like, there's a bunch of, co- like, concept art people have done. Oh, okay, so maybe it did have something to do with it. Though, I just saw a video that said Ruby fan art accused of racism, and it's their Grimm things, or the Wendigo thing, so I'm like, hmm. <laughs> okay, um, alright. <laughs> I just put in an R and Ruby Wendigo was like the first thing that came up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just searched Ruby Wendigo. We're talking about like the anime by Rooster Teeth, right? Yeah, the R-W-B-Y Ruby. Okay. Just making sure because that's what I also looked up just so I could get an idea. It seems like they're all fan made, but it does. There's a lot of it. I mean, I think a Wendigo is like one of the real monsters, I thought. Maybe I'm... It's a... Rooster teeth disqualify. What are these like? Oh, like fans could design monsters and someone designed a Wendigo. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I do not know either. All right. Well, what do what do you say for? Okay, for for attraction. Yeah. Listen, the like sway against capitalism is so attractive. I am gonna give it a five. Oh, wow. Okay. We're not going to delve into my deeper monster fantasies that go with that five. We're just going to say I love that it's a message against capitalism. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, let's stick with that for now. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, okay, compatibility. Um, do we have enough common interest, values, belief? No. I am very much against greed and gluttony. I do not agree with them in how they go about swaying people against it. I yes, I think I think that is uh, a good point. I will say that is a major plus. Also, I the cold is nice. Like y- yeah, I'm a huge. But I go on. No, no, I was just gonna say I'm a, I'm a fan of the cold. So that that is a nice environment. That is a, a my preferred environment is the cold. I do like the cold, but I also like if I'm in bed with someone else, being able to freeze their legs with my feet. And I do not think I'd be able to do that with this man. This oh, monster. yeah, you would be the one that gets frozen. Yeah, and I don't know how I feel about that. I also um, feel like they're just going to be a, a take person in the relationship. And I oh, don't know no if give. I can deal with that. Yeah. I get you. All right. Yeah, like I, I think I'm gonna give him a, a, a fuck. I'm gonna give him a two for compatibility. Okay, well I'm gonna go with a a four. There we go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a four for that one. Okay, confident. I, I don't think that they have any amount of emotional investment i mean just like going back to like wendigo psychosis like it makes people kill whoever just like because they're scared of being a cannibal so i have that's just go ahead maybe it's just a little hot no (laughs) (laughs) no no (laughs) absolutely not I got Stop. very close to the microphone. <laughs> I know, it's making me... I can, like, hear the bass in my headphones. <laughs> um, So I don't know why that's a point in the plus category for you, but I have to say that as many points in the negative category, I do have to give... I do have to give the wind a go. Mm, I mean, it it does definitely have have gusto in that it will possess people and like uh-huh. eats people um for that reason i do have to give it a three i like i just want the enemies for lover enemies to lovers relationship okay okay all right <laughs> But yeah, I don't think... I think they're gonna take all the emotional investment I give them. I think they're gonna take what I give them, but they're gonna want more than I can give them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I truly do like this Wendigo. I'm gonna give him another two. I'm not giving him a flat-out one, but I don't... How... Wait, wait, how is my... How is my score high? Confidence. I don't know. I'll give him a four then, since you gave him a three. It needs to be higher than yours. I mean, I can lower mine. I have no problem giving the Wendigo a one here. No. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. I want him to have a better score than the Beast of Gudan, okay? He will. Don't worry. You're already, you just need to give him, like, a two in the treat you right, at the very least. And he'll be I see, I, a two or a three. 
I really don't know about the treat you right thing. Um, well, let's see. I will say... Pardon? Go ahead. No, you go. No, 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 you start. I talk over you too much. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, I will say that the Wendigo definitely seems like it will not feed you at all. Like, because it's always hungry. It'll always be like, oh, well, I want... I want that food. But also, it is, mm-hmm. like, an indictment against greed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that does definitely bring that into um, into a sharp focus. So, I mean, I'm not really sure. What do you think? Well, while I don't think a dinner date is the best option, I do mm-hmm. think if you were like, hey, eat the rich... He'd be like, where do we start? And that sounds like a fun date to me. That does. Like, listing out which billionaires you'd eat first does sound like a good time. No, and then just going and doing it. And then do it. Well, yeah, of course, doing it is the next part. But for the fun, one of the other fun parts is listing out which billionaires you're going to eat first. And, like, so we're, like, we're imagining that this monster, like, we're in a relationship with this monster. Like, this monster is emotionally invested in us. Like, I truly feel like, like... Granted, when we go out to eat, it will be a thing of, like, I have to hide my food away from him. It'll be, like, that thing when he tries to take my fries and I stab him in the hand. And I'm like, you already have, like, two large fries. Eat your own fucking fries. Right. I mean, I do... Go, no, go ahead. Sorry. I I feel like outside of a dinner, he might be very nice in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's things, like, with intense emotions or something... Because I feel like he's not just a gluttony for food, but, you know, like, a gluttony for living life. Okay, so so a glutton for, for fun. A glutton for pain. A glut- <laughs> oh, for pain, okay. No, 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 living life, I just remembered the phrase a glutton for pain, and I decided to say it. A glutton for punishment? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't, I will say, I don't know if the Wendigo would eat your fries. I think he would help himself to the waiter. Um, (laughs) so you eat your fries and he'll be like, Hey babe, I'm going to go to the bathroom. No. Oh no. Cause that waiter is making minimum wage and going month to month. He's not going to eat the waiter. He's going to eat the manager. You're right. Well, I mean, we could even argue that the manager is also a cog in the capitalist machine. So he's just going to take you right to Applebee's headquarters and eat the CEO in front of you. Exactly! And yeah. that sounds pretty hot to me. That sounds like a fun night to me. I'll tell them I'm fucking sick of Amazon, you know, overworking their workers and not paying them em- enough. And he'll be like, babe, I booked us two tickets to Seattle. Let's go. Yeah, he's like, you're like, I want to eat the rich. He's like, bet, let's do it. Yeah. Wow. We're- he seems very open to my ideas. Yeah, we're hyping this one to go up. I'm, you know, I think, I think... This one might get out. The Wendigo might get higher than a four here for me. I mean, it goes up to 10 as well. Yeah. Um, I do. I don't. I think if he's emotionally invested in us, he wouldn't eat us. I, I think obviously he might take a lot of your emotional, like, struggle, like, just your emotional labor you put into a relationship, he's obviously gonna abuse that. But in terms of treating you right, I think he's gonna treat you perfectly fine. Yeah. 
aside from him wanting you to listen to all his problems and be there for him. I think, exactly. like, when you say, I want to eat the rich, he's going to be like, say no more, just because there's eating involved in taking down a greedy system. That's why I'm going to give him a fucking, uh, I'm going to give him a seven and treat you right. I'll give him a seven, too. I agree with that. Ooh. You? Oop. Missed the seven button. All right, so... I got 16. I got an 18. Wow, okay, well, better than the Beast of Gudon. Only barely, though, which does make me upset. I I did like him more than the Bear Lake Monster. I mean, once we've done... Once we've done enough episodes, we can come back and do, like... And be like, we scored these too harshly. Yeah, do, like like, a retrospective. We can have a brief recap of the monster... Like we Maybe do... you'll gone up higher in the monster fucker scale. Yeah. Maybe one... I'll gone down a few pegs. Maybe. You know, it's very probable. <laughs> um, but, I mean, after we do, like, 20 or so episodes, we can come back and do a retrospect and be like, okay, well, maybe we were a bit too harsh on the Beast of Gudan. Or the or the Bear, bear Lake monster. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the most important question, is it gay? I'm so, I don't think it's straight up, like, gay. I think it is LGBTQ. I don't know what letter it is. Yeah. We can just. But it is definitely queer. I will, I will agree with that. And that's what I was going to say. I think, I think it's queer. I would, I would agree with that. Yes. I don't know what my reasoning is. I just feel like this is a very queer monster. I like I put yes and you just put queer. <laughs> I not a, I guess I did not understand what I was supposed to put. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Leave it in. It's great. Oh no, yeah, that's staying there. Yes, queer. <laughs> uh So, you have any parting thoughts for today's episode? Um I will say that the Wendigo is definitely one that is horrible. Um, just like all these monsters are horrible in their own way, but you gotta look past the the horrible exterior. The grotesque, emaciated exterior. Yeah, you gotta look past all that, and you gotta get to the heart. You gotta, you gotta, gotta see get to the in. heart of the monster that says, yes, let's go eat the rich. Exactly, and that, I think that's what we're all looking for. Is just someone oh, yeah. who will help you devour Jeff Bezos. In this case, literally. Yes. Yes. So, speaking speaking uh, truth to power, this Wendigo is, and I admire that very much. What about you? Do you have any parting words? Uh, just that I'm slightly in love with the Wendigo. Okay, you for know, my I, own reasons. Yeah, and that that's very valid of you to say. So thank you for sharing those thoughts. <laughs> you seem very <laughs> upset that I've shared these thoughts. I'm I'm just upset. I am upset that you said that there was something sexy about the Wendigo, like at all. Uh-huh. Um. So I'm still trying to process that on my own time. <laughs> just um, each episode we do, I like always come back to the question of like. When I pitched this, why you didn't think I was horny for monsters when I pitched this idea in the first place? <laughs> That's, you know, you're very, you're very right. I just didn't, I guess I didn't realize, like, the extent 
to which of my horniness. Yeah, I did not realize the extent to which, and now I'm, I am afraid. But I am glad that we decided to do this podcast. (laughs) And aren't we all afraid? And a little turned on. And well, then maybe one of us is. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just. I'll just be uh, over here by myself. No, I support you. Hey, I don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm very There's a monster fucker flag, right? What was that? There's a monster fucker sexuality flag, right? Um, if there's not, we will make one. Monster fucker pride flag. No. Is that a thing? I don't like its colors. Let me look it up. But, oh, it's red flame creatures, brown fluffy creatures, white undead creatures, green green creatures, and blue sea creatures. Um. I don't like that I color also combination, I am not crazy. I am not. Yeah, I'm not crazy about this, actually. I think it would be better if it was more, like, dark. If it was, like, darker. Yes. Like, like, I understand why the colors have meanings, but they're too bright and saturated. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> One of the first comments is, bitch, there's no blue. There's only purple. And I was like, yeah, that's a very indigo. It's not a blue. Yes. Yeah, that is definitely not just a, a blue. I like that it has, like, in parentheses, which one's... Like uh, what the monsters are demons and others, werewolves and others, ghosts, vampires and others, aliens, reptiles and other, and mermaids and others. I feel like black needs to be in here too for like I, I agree. Know. Uh I don't know what black would represent, but I agree. Yeah. Oh this one's a bit nicer. Which this one is one. it? <laughs> I found it on Tumblr. It goes white, yellow, green, blue, purple, red, brown. Um, white is objects' heads. Yellow is heaven-associated beings. Green is botanical beings. Blue is aquatic amphibious beings. Purple, eldritch-associated eldritch beings, which do not conform to the established categories. Red, okay. underworld-associated beings. And brown, haired, haired bipedals. Or like Bigfoot. Yeah. Which... Makes me question, is Mothman an eldritch-associated being or a haired bipedal? Um, I guess, is this a, another classification that we have to add to our fucking chart? <laughs> we, we have to find a monster fucker flag and then figure out what color it goes to. <laughs> yes, I, I think that would be good. Um, oh, I found one. This one's cute. It's just... Two monstrous hands in front of like a red and black flag. Oh, that's kind of cute. Send that to me. I was put, like, or put it in the Tumblr, Discord right? chat. What? I don't. I'm not logged in. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I see. Oh, I like that. That's cute. Yeah. Oh wow, there's a lot of them. Yeah, it's just the hands on top of the other backgrounds. Yeah, I mean, I like that. That's kind of cute. It's adorbs. I'm I'm t- I'm Mac. And <laughs> this, this is our outro. This is our outro. 
And this has been Date My Monster. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Outro music. Amazing. I'll probably just cut out.